Hey, so today we're talking about Jay-Z's deal with LVMH, COVID-19's impact on America still. And look, people out here ain't running businesses. They're running schemes. Are you ready? Welcome to the St. Michael Podcast. What's up? What's up? Welcome to the St. Michael Podcast, one man's attempt at business, family, and comedy. You already know who I am, your wonderful and gracious host, Michael Agbajan. And look, before we continue, we got to introduce super producer, Simeon. What's good? Yo, yo, yo. What's good? What's good? <laughs> How you feeling? I feel great. Can't complain, man. You know, I'm blessed. You know, I'm here and you're like you're here and you're warm. You're right. I'm warm. After this winter storm, I don't. Know, they call it. They, I think they call it like a winter snap or snap storm. I don't know what they called it. But how was your experience during the entire thing? It was crazy. Um, I think Monday and Tuesday we didn't have a consistent power. Um, the power was always off for like every like four hours or so. So wow. It wasn't until early Wednesday morning of last week we got consistent power back. So everything's been pretty smooth since then. Wow. So it got really cold in your crib? Yeah, it got cold. Like, we're talking like 50 degrees. Bundled up. Bundled up. Starter jacket, beanie, anything, anything I can get my hands on to keep me warm. Man, man. I'm glad you made it through. You know, uh, it's a blessing. And, you know, let's RP to those, you know, that couldn't, that didn't make it through. And, um, Let's just hope that we do better going, you know, like in the future. Yeah. But, you know, as we talk about the deals, you know, all right, I brought up Jay-Z earlier. So let me bring you back. In 2006, Jay-Z, you know, put a part, like he had a partnership deal with Ace of Spades. You remember that whole situation? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. This happened as a backlash happened with Kristall. I think everyone knows the story where Kristall said he doesn't want his, his alcohol being represented with, um, African-American rappers, basically. Mm-hmm. So then he said, Jay-Z's like, why don't we just start our own? So we partnered and he created like Ace of Spades, right? Yeah. So then in 2014, now we fast forward a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. He bought out the entire stake and now he owned 100% of Ace of Spades. And let me say one thing too. Yeah. Them Ace of the Spades models are expensive it's in the club. Super bro. expensive. I and mean, guess how much they sold in 2019? How much? 990,000 bottles. I surprised because I what, what like what there's like there's because uh, the bottles are actually what like six hundred plus in the club. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So <clears throat> that happened in 2014. So then that's when, when he purchased the entire state. Then now we're here in 2021. We're here in February, the end of February, and a landmark deal that Jay Z sold fifty percent of Ace of Spades to LVMH. If y'all don't know what LVMH, just Louis Vuitton. Moet and Hennessy. Mm. You know, they have all these different brands like, you know, Givenchy. The Givenchy. Yeah, they have uh, uh, Kenzo. Oh, that Kenzo. You know what I'm saying? Was good. Uh, yeah. uh, what is it? Uh, Clique. Yeah. You know, like Dom Perignon. They have all these different type of brands, right? Mm-hmm. And they got a 50% stake. And this is this should, you know, be better for the business, right? Mm-hmm. And everybody was like, oh, my God. Congratulations, Jay-Z, mastermind. This is a mastermind. Okay, I'm going to tell you how I feel. And at first, I was kind of like confused by all the sensation around it. Like, why is everyone so excited? Let me read into the deal. So I looked into it. I'm like, he sold 50% stake. So now, uh, you know, with 
I'm guessing he's a little bit less minority into that his ownership and that now um, LVMH has a majority. Right. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I started thinking about it. I'm like, OK, people akin business to what? Like a baby. Right. Yeah. Like this is your baby. You know, like when you when you first have that baby doesn't know what it needs to do. You got to show it everything. Then it starts to walk on its own, talk on its own. Right. Same thing like in business, like, you know, at the beginning, you're not doing well. And then next, you know, you start to see that it's walking and talk on its own. Then next, you know, it starts to build its own identity. Right. Mm -hmm. And then it grows up and it starts going above and above. And then now, based on how you raise that business, it becomes this full man or woman, whatever you want, whichever you prefer. And it's out there making a real impact on, on the world. Right. Yeah. Okay. then imagine the moment that you are making this huge impact. You did all this work and then you sell your baby. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's where I'm confused. You know, it's like, if we're talking about how as a black community that we're behind in that, how we're going to get ahead in business. And then you create something of a powerful brand and then you sell 50% of it to LVMH, you know, like how could that to me, it's like, Imagine if Apple, before it came out with the iPhone or whatever, sold to like IBM. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That like to me, that's the same thing. It's almost like okay, how about if like, you know, um, Walmart sold to Kroger? Like, how could you become a, a, an actual market leader if you're selling off fifty percent? I, I talked about in the, in the past about you know um, uh, Instagram that sold for a billion. Mind you, Instagram's valuation well over like a hundred billion. Is, which is saving Facebook. And then they sold it for $1 billion. So then you look at it and it says, okay, what's the strategy here? Is the strategy to build something that, could, like, that doesn't fail, that's working strong, and then you sell off half of it or you sell off the majority of it? For what? What's the, what's the goal here? Yeah. You know, because you know in Germany, you know, um, 80% of the businesses in Germany are never sold. You have 300-year-old-plus businesses in Germany. You know, and I think about this and I'm like, okay, a lot of this is about self-reliance, you know, like, can you're like, I'm going back and forth with with facts, but this is all important. Okay. Uh, Bill Gates started Microsoft. Yeah. Okay. He grew, grew, grew it. And then he kind of stepped out, you know, from CEO, let put someone else in charge and he's still on the board and he still has voting rights, you know, so, you know, but his stake in Microsoft is only 2%. I see I can see how that, I understand that, right? Like you grew, grew, grew it. The brand stays, it's, you know, it's, it's able to walk on its own and then you kind of back off. You still have all the money that you got from it. You still have a certain level of power and control into that business to influence. But at some point you got to move on to other new projects, mm-hmm. but to, to, but to sell off, you know, like to sell off a, a large percentage of your business, you know, to um, another stakeholder, I guess for just distribution, I feel like maybe the goal would have been to like for him to create his own distribution, you know? So I'm always looking at like, is this black excellence? Like to you, is that black excellence or am I like my tripping here? You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. But you know, so I'm, I'm a little bit impartial about uh, the Jay-Z deal. Cause everyone's championing like, man, this, Hey, salute. Hey, genius, bro. Genius. And I'm like, I don't know if that's really the case because you know, like Elon Musk, imagine if he sold, t- you know, Tesla before it became Tesla to Ford, you know, mm-hmm. like, do you think Ford's going to take Tesla to the next level? No. Come on now. You know what I mean? Like, 
what, 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 how is, what's the, what's the thesis around that deal? You know, like I, I read it, I saw that he, you know, gave a 50%. I'm like, all right, you know, um, he's not, not, now he's not a majority. And like, I'm not sure who's, who's going to have the voting rights or whatever for that brand, but I don't know. I don't know if it's just a cash grab. I don't know what that is. Um, but you know, I'm a little bit partial about that particular deal. And I think that we can do better. I, I don't, I'm almost, it's almost to a point to where like, would you sell, you know, like why, if you are going to sell, like, is there a reason? Like, do you, I, I, a lot of time I hear people who say, oh, they're going to go into business and they start with the end in mind saying, I'm already planning my exit, you know, like you're starting, you put all this work into something, it, it starts to work well and someone values it way more than what it actually is worth. And then you said, I'm gonna get rid of it. You know, I want to live a good life, you know, and maybe start something else. How many times is one person going to start multiple hits? It's rare. Right. Multiple hits. You know, like you might have that one hit, boom. And especially with business, hard businesses, like, you know, with Damon John with FUBU, you know, like you think he's about to come up with four different types of like FUBU impactful deals. You know what I mean? It's not going to be easy. Like it's that hard. So it's, so you, you end up starting a deal. It becomes huge and it's working, it's working on its own. Then you sell it, you know, I don't know. It's interesting. You know, and I, someone challenged me about this before they said, Michael, if someone wants to buy your business for 1 billion, would you sell it? I'm like, no. And he's like, well, hold on. If you didn't, if you don't, what, if you don't sell it, I'll, bro, I'll walk you to the bank. I'll make you sell, bro. I was like, why, why would I sell? If they're asked, if they want to buy it from me for 1 billion, it's worth more. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Oh, us so, oh, so talking about uh, one trillion? Yeah, you know what I mean. Like if if they, if they say, you know, can we buy for one billion? It's worth more. They see larger potential than that one billion that they're paying for. Who's gonna pay for a loss, right? Mm. They're gonna pay for a win. So if they're saying, oh, it's yeah, uh, can we buy this for one billion? Now, mind you, that Mark Cuban deal when he sold uh, Broadcast.net, you know, Mark Cuban knew that the deal behind the scenes wasn't good, but he said Yahoo. Y'all could buy it for four billion. Y'all who bought it, it was the worst deal they ever made. Right mm -hmm. now, mind you, if let's say it was a solid, you know, great business like let's say a, a WhatsApp or an Instagram, and they said, "Hey, can we buy it for one billion? No, because you're not going to do with it as I would, you know. Mm -hmm. Like, um, and see the 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 founders, the co-founders of Instagram, they left last year. Like they were working for the company, and they left last year. And as soon as they left, what happened? Instagram becomes this like weird ass like marketplace that's just bringing in all this stuff yeah. to just try to sell. And yeah. you know they don't agree with that. You know that's not the vision they had. And mm -hmm. that's exactly what happens. Like, do you really think that when you give it to somebody else, they're going to do it the, the way that it should have been done? Never know. The original vision? Come on now, you know? So, <sighs> yeah, got that off. So, as you already know, we're mourning right now. We got to give, you know, um, a moment of silence for the five. Now we have more than 500,000 dead from COVID-19 in America. So let's give a quick mm. moment of silence for them. Mm. Really appreciate y'all for sharing that with me. But wow, can you believe that 500,000? COVID is still real. COVID is real. Yeah. You know, right now they're even battling about like, are they going to do the Olympics? You know, and they're trying to figure out and they're like pushing it. To do the Olympics, they're not going to be in America, but, you know, they're pushing to say, like, can we do the Olympics? Because having a lot of people come internationally, like, what's that going to look like? Yeah. You know, and. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to be one big cluster, man. Like, can't all the people coming up from, from different countries. So you, you, you really don't know what you're getting yourself into. Yeah. And it's just getting kind of like 
interesting because like America, we're open. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah, like we're open. Like, we were all the way open, especially Texas. Like we're open, open. Like you know, California. You know, they have restrictions. So does um, New York. Uh, but we're all the way open here in Texas. And you know what people are hoping for is that with the mixture of people, you know, kind of you know uh, uh, wearing masks and then also you know taking their vaccines, that herd immunity will you know come into play, and that you know we could just go back to regular life like it used to be. You know, um, but it's. Who knows what it's going to look like in the next year? Mm-hmm. Now, mind you, my prediction, like I said, I think we'll be back this year. You think so? I think we'll be back this year. And the reason I think that is because with the fact that Johnson Johnson got their vaccine approved, Moderna got their fa- vaccine approved, and Pfizer got their vaccine approved, like, hey, let's say they had one more. Let's just throw in another one that got the, a vaccine in. And if these, there's going to be overflow of vaccines. So at the end of the day, if everyone's taking the vaccine, now mind you, I'm the, I'm in no rush. Yeah, um, <laughs> you're the same. Same, bro. Listen, don't the, the only <laughs> the, the only reason why I say that is is, is is I don't mind taking the vaccine. I I just need them to get it like get it perfected. Yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I don't want any defects. None of that. None of that extra BS. You, so you want the vaccine 2.0, 3.0? Yes. Yeah, I get that. I get that, and that's how I see it. Like I'm in no rush. I'm look. I'm out of my own business. I'm not in anybody's face. So I haven't got it, you know, um, God willing that that continues. Amen. And I hope that anybody listen that you don't get it. And if you already got it, I hope you don't get it again. Amen. You know, so uh, I, that's how I see it. I see, I see that we're kind of going to come back a little bit earlier than anticipated. And the way I think about it, I'm like, how's that going to f- affect the stock market? You know? Yeah. I mean, and in, in some previous episodes, I did say this. I did say if, if he can get it controlled about Maybe by um, by fall Thanksgiving time. Okay. Okay. But uh, but I, I will stick to my prediction that we're not going to return back to normalcy until 2022. Wow, that's what that's your prediction. It's my prediction. I'm yeah, sticking yeah, to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, so yeah, I just hope that we do better because I do not want to see. I mean, I'm I'm really taking it personally that we surpassed 500 thousand, mainly because I felt like we could have again, been leaders on this and yeah. done better, especially for an industrialized cu- country because New Zealand did much better than us. Canada, much better. You know, Poland, but they're so much smaller. You know, Poland's like the size of Texas, you know. So, yeah. you know, um, but Australia, you know, uh, China is back. So I'm just like, man, like, we really dropped the ball there. And there's people who, you know, lost grandmothers and friends and family that, or grandfathers as well, you know, they count too. Uh, and, you know, they lost him and they maybe didn't have to lose him. You know, even like Cuomo admitted to the fact that he did kind of fudge up the numbers a little bit about the nursing home deaths in, in New York, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's just kind of like, man, this is just a, a terrible situation that we're in and we we are better than this, you know? And I don't know, sometimes I think about, you know, who's in charge because people are like, oh, Biden's in charge now, which is cool. But understand that, you know, as the president, you're the, you're the CEO of America, right? So... Let I'm thinking what kind of company would Joe Biden run where you're like, wow, that company's gonna go to the moon, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm like, what we're gonna do is just gonna be steady, but it's not gonna be where we're just gonna have outstanding results. That's my prediction because I feel like Yeah, that's reasonable. Yeah, yeah. The leadership that we have, that's why everyone that's why leadership's important, especially in America, because everyone copies America. So when you know, America was going crazy. Everyone else is going crazy. And now that we're kind of like chill, the world, a lot of times you're going to follow suit and be chill. Cause again, they copy America when it comes to things, but, um, something interesting is happening. 
I'm seeing that there's a lot of people out there and they, 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 they try to get people to come into their business, you know, or their ebook or whatever it is that they're doing. And I found that a lot of people out here, they aren't running businesses. They're running schemes mm. and these schemes. How long do those, how long do schemes really last? You know, like how long can you keep finessing people into getting into your particular brand or business when it's nothing real behind it? You know, like I'm not saying that you have to have employees that has to be structured like this and that, but um, there are certain standards to business. And when you avoid those standards by doing like, you know, get rich quick, you know what I mean? Or things that just make you quick, quick money or people who start a business. And next, you know, in two weeks later, they already got a grill They're showing off this and that. And it's kind of like, calm down, calm down, you know, because I think that we going forward should, A, the only reason I even do this podcast is to, A, not only try to entertain, because I'm trying to entertain myself. I consider myself the, the main watcher and listener of this, but, you know, to also help, you know, us be better entrepreneurs, like, cause we could do much better. And I, look, I, I focus on myself and, you know, I battle out sometimes, like, what do you focus on when it comes to, you know, uh, business? Do you focus on trying to help others get their business started and push them and do that? Or do you just focus on yourself and then build your business? And then they, you know, in essence, be inspired by that. And then maybe they start their own help themselves, you know? Like, so the question is, do you help yourself or do you help others while you're on the way up? And in my philosophy, it's more about helping yourself, mm. you know, focusing on yourself and getting established and being self-reliant. Yeah. And at the point of self-reliant, then you could start helping people and pulling people up. But, you know, you trying to build and share and learn and not learn, I'm sorry, teach while you're learning. It's, it's almost like, you know, you're gonna have a lot of things going on, yeah. you know, and I see that some people are starting today and already trying to sell and gas and show people why their business is the best. I'm like, you just got started. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You just got relax. You just got started. And that's really what it is. It's like, like I, and I see this a lot, you know, when, um, uh, when women, when they have like newborn babies, you see this on social media they have newborn babies uh, or they have their first child. And then they start like a blog and say, you know what? I'm gonna start a blog on teaching mothers how to be good mothers because I had my child and I'm excited about this. And then what happens six months later, they, the blog dies because you're new to this. You know what I mean? Like, what are you really teaching somebody when you're super green, you know? So you have to at least have some level expertise, some level of knowledge, experience in what you are trying to help others with. So you can guide them because you have to get ahead of your audience. Yeah. You don't meet your audience exactly where they're at when it comes to trying to teach them something. Cause most likely if you're learning it and you're just trying to share it at that moment, you don't even know if it's going to work. Yeah. You know, you're like, are we trying to, that's what we're trying to do here. Sell hunches. You know what I mean? I feel like we try to, what we need to do in order to scale, not only ourselves, but others is to show what works, you know, and to inspire people to innovate and do things that are amazing, you know, and how are you going to get there? If you're too busy trying to, you know, um, show off in an egotistical way what your business is when it really isn't. Yeah. Now, mind you, people do do home runs, you know, um, that does happen. But also, mind you, that, you know, you got a discount for exaggeration. There's a lot of smoke, you know, um, smoke and mirrors when it comes to how people represent and describe their stuff because most of the time you're going to hear people give all upside, no downside. Come on now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You want you want me to 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 join with you? There's no downside. No. 
You know, start with me. You're going to do this. You're going to make this. And, you know, I have a few examples of people who succeeded with my program or people who succeeded, you know, learning from me. He's like, bro, you just started six months ago. You know, like give some time to create your own plan and what you works for you in your own style. You know, so that's all I'm saying. But, you know, um, also what's happened. I mentioned earlier about the stock market. All right. So the GameStop thing is happening again. But I look, I want to warn people because this one might be a little bit suspicious. Now, if you kind of dig through the weeds a little bit, you kind of look and focus on what's happening. The previous time with GameStop, what they did is what? They rallied up and boosted that GameStop stock all the way to the top, right? Now, what you're seeing is that they, you know, uh, they, they, I guess, lock people out of being able to purchase it, sell it, anything like that. And people are really upset, especially with Robinhood, right? And they're having restrictions on that particular stock. So people are like, okay, now, you know, the game's over, you know, coast is clear. But then today, about, what, three, four weeks later, it happened again. But it happened right before the stock market closed. So they weren't able to do any type of restrictions on it in time. And then now, you know, uh, 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 GME, GameStop, went from, like, $50 to, like, 200 And people who had option contracts on that, learn about it, option contracts and how you do it. People were, like, you know, put, like, $65 in or now, like, at $25K. Mm. You know, and they're, like, I'm about to pass out. But here's why I want to warn you all, because it's something that you, it's a term they call bull trap. Now, if you look at the transaction, how they were purchased from the GME stock, it was purchased all almost at one time. What does that mean? That it's not individual retail investors who are purchasing because you can't coordinate and buy it at the exact same time and second. So it was purchased by a machine. So that, what does that mean? That they're putting a bunch of liquidity or liquid in to boost it up, right? Yeah. Now, this could be a plan. By, you know, um, uh, the uh, the hedge funds. Hedge funds. By now, they're going to get people thinking like, oh, this boosting back up. Let me put my bread into it, right? Yeah. And then, boom, they're going to squeeze, do a short squeeze, sell it off. And then, they, literally, there's been people who become billionaires from a single day of trading off of that alone. Off of faking the upside. And then, when everyone comes into it, they sell. And then, boom, they shorted everybody. So that's what they call it, a bull trap. So it looks like it's going to be a bullish rather than bearish market. And then you buy into it and then boom, they sell off and then they shorted you. And then now they win, you lose, you know? So I just want everyone to um, be mindful, you know, before they kind of make moves because a lot of crazy things are happening right now. And it's not even about fundamentals anymore. It's more just about now just gambling, you know, like stock market now is just damn right just gambling now, you know? So you know, be careful out there because, you know, I know one guy who didn't, who wasn't careful. Hush puppy. Oh, man. Hush puppy. You know. That may not be finished, bro. That may not be done. Might be done this time. Yeah, I told y'all a couple podcasts ago about Hush Puppy, which is this super boisterous, outgoing scammer that would literally was on like a Instagram, like celeb, YouTube celeb of him just. Just Flexing. living, he's living so life. lavish. Living, he, like when he's living lavish, he's living lavish. lavish. Yeah, I'm talking about Ferraris, Rolls Royces, private jets. Uh, you know, Louis Vuitton, Gucci come in privately, Cindy. custom clothes. From it's like literally the amount of money that he spent was astronomical. Wow. Like, yeah, I was just like, like when I seen it, I was, I was just like, I, I would, I, I would laugh and be like, wow, this guy's really living life. Yeah, for real. And then next thing you know, he posted something on Instagram talking about something about like the haters and saying like all the haters wish, you know, 
uh, not wish death of me or whatever, but, you know, want me to fail. But I will show them that I will not fail. The next day he got pinched in Dubai and he went to jail. But see, what happened recently is that, what they say, 1.3 bill? Yeah, yeah, 1.3 bill. They're saying that he was in a $1.3 billion in scams with the Chinese, like with the Chinese? I believe so, with the Chinese, yeah. Whoo! With, a, uh, with Chinese hackers. Ooh, bro. I don't know what type of heat is on him, but, you know, he will suffer. He will only, suffer. And the only thing about it, too, that really pisses me off is this. Is this. If he was this, if he, first off, if he would have moved his funds correctly and, and, <laughs> and, and, and accordingly. Yeah. Second, if he wasn't no flexing and being egotistical on Instagram, he would have not been caught. Who knows? All. But who knows that, right? Like, we know who he is, therefore his like because he's public. And now when he got when he got caught, that was public too, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But if he was private, we wouldn't even know that he even existed. So if he got caught, we wouldn't know that someone that we don't know exists got caught with something. Yeah, because there's people out there probably getting caught right now that people don't know anything about. But who knows? I feel like the fact that he kind of brought the heat to himself. Exactly. You know, like if he was just low key, if he's that great, he should just not put himself out there because, bro. You're moving too suspicious, yeah, you know, and bro. someone's like, hey, Michael, do you think like, you know, maybe he has like a lot of like, you know, oil money from Nigeria. I'm like, bro, motherfucker don't work. You know, it doesn't work. bro. Yeah, he don't do nothing. Like, <laughs> what have you ever seen someone live that lavish and don't do nothing? That ain't no like scam. Like, you know, come on now, people going to ask questions like, come on now. Like, like, what do you do, bro? Bro, What do you do? What does your dad do? What is like? Oh, no, we just, you know, we just do well. We're successful, you know, and what do you do? What do you do? Like exactly, what do you do? Bro? <laughs> <laughs> it's a real good look, bro. What do you do? <laughs> like, uh... <laughs> bro, no, no, they'll be quick to tell you something like, you know, um, I'm the lead head manager, bro. Be specific. Like, come on, bro. Don't bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Man, well, hope everything goes right. right with him. And yeah, uh, bro. I hope, I hope, I hope uh, everything. Yeah. I hope everything goes right with him. Yeah, I hope. Uh, look, maybe it's all a sham, and he's just being set up. You know, I don't wish nothing negative on nobody, but if he did all that, he getting what he deserves. So, yeah. yeah. Gotta pay the cost to be the boss. Hey, for real. But, you know, this was the 60th episode. So glad we made it here. So glad you all joined us. If you liked it or there's parts of it that you're listening to, take a snapshot, tag me in it. Let's talk about it. Um, Everything's in the link and bios below. So if you ever need to click on things and find us and ask questions, you can. Again, we're about to... Go enjoy the next moment with me, myself, and Bly, my beautiful wife, having super juicy conversations as we usually do. And we got something in store. We got, we got something in store. So thank you all for joining us. Love you all. Peace out. Peace. What up? What up? What is zoo? What is zoo? What's going down? <laughs> Is what's going on? Is that what it is? Yeah. What song is that? Where is that? That's uh, Marvin Gaye, right? What's going on? Oh, it is? I think so. Tell me what's going on. Yeah, it's Marvin Gaye. You're like, oh, my, I didn't know your wife could sing like that. <laughs> <laughs> I got to play that. Um, I thought about playing it on the pod, the the new Michael Jackson song. Oh, you heard it? Yeah, it's, it's good. Really? It's good. Mm-hmm. Oh, I got to listen to it. Yeah, it's called, um, actually, like River... Walking or something like that. Oh, it's new. It's not new, but it's okay. unreleased. Oh, yeah. Gotcha. And I was like, you know, they're gonna see us like dancing to it, but they can't really like um, hear it on YouTube. But on the actual pod, they can hear it. Oh, really? Yeah. So oh. I might, I might throw it in later on. That'd be cool. You know, uh, throw that in a little extra, <laughs> extra. <laughs> I love that. I love Michael Jackson. Yeah. So um, 
How you been? How you feeling? I'm good. I, I look. You okay. looking good? Well, you know what I'm saying? Girl, got a love facial. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? Got a love facial today. So my skin is getting better. Without me. Without you, yeah. Mm-hmm. You you don't need to go. Maybe <laughs> maybe like a month or two from now. Yeah, yeah. Maybe like next year. Exactly. Yeah. So how'd you, how'd you like it? How'd you like it? It was good. I mean, it was quick, easy. You know, just got a few things here and there. But, I mean, she was proud of my i guess process not process progress my, progress yeah so um that was good so it was just really quick in and out you know you're doing much better look at you like you seem well, like it's like a normal thing now you know you just drink water look, guys for <laughs> anybody listening just so you know we're not celebs nope not even close you know and um we're not um the most wealthy people on earth not even close and yet um bly is now used to getting facials on a regular basis this is true. <laughs> and nails. And see, the next thing that's coming mm-hmm. is to get someone to come in the house and clean the house regularly. See, I, th- I thought about that, too. Like, uh, you, you tell me, but you probably thinking like, oh, we need a stay at home maid. No, 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 no. <laughs> so the thing, OK, my OK, so I had braces, just got my braces taken off. So the facial just kind of replaced the monthly payments I was doing on my braces. Now it's my facials, you know, the nails. That's not a regular thing. You know, so if there's a uh, a title for it, it'll mm. be called uh, "Broke Strategy." <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, well, I just finished paying off my braces. Now I can do something different." So yeah, you know, because that's you, you people think like that. You know, true. like let me just replace, which is not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing because you know, I I wanted to do like work on myself one one thing at a time. So it was like, okay, let me get my teeth right. Bam, done. Okay, let me get my skin right. You know, so it's just like one thing at a time. You know, you instead make of just yourself doing better. everything. Yeah, I'm just trying to make myself better. Mm-hmm. That's it. Not mm-hmm. trying to make myself perfect. Just trying to make myself better. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah, because, you know, there's always like our own little shortcomings and you mm-hmm. got to work on it. It's funny because we all continue to have shortcomings at the end exactly. of time. Exactly. Exactly. And I don't like, you know, there was a point where I was buying all this like face stuff product mm-hmm. and face wash and face cream and it wasn't helping my skin. It was making it worse, you know, just trying different things. So I'm like, let me just go to esthetician, let them tell me what it is that I'm having, you know, what, what the problem <laughs> is, basically. And honestly, I only use like three. I only have like a three step, I mean, three step regimen, I mm-hmm. guess that's what I'm trying to say. So it's like just simple and drink water. <laughs> it makes me laugh because it's like, you know, when you're talking about. You know, um, you tried all these different type of, you know, like face face washes and all yeah. that. And I'm thinking like you're breaking out because you're exactly. stressed over all the day. Exactly. <laughs> and it's so crazy because I'll buy something new and then I'm like, I'm washing my face. And then after day two, I'm like telling you, I'm like, oh, my God, I love this face wash. It's amazing. I can feel my skin improving. And then a week later, I'm just like getting zits. And, you know, my yeah. face is just exploding this is, this with is, pimples. This is the breakdown, how it always happens. Always. You, you get a new product and mm-hmm. you're like, oh, my God, babe. This product is so good. I'm like, is it for real? You're like, yes. Like, out of all the other stuff, my skin actually feels clean. Yes. Like, Mm -hmm. this game changer. Clean. Yeah. And then four days later, you're like, I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) I'm not sure. I'm not really sure about this. I'm like, we go through this every time. Every time. I'm not giving it time. I'm just like over it and I'm moving on to something after, Yeah, different. after your first use, you're like, oh, wow. And then like four days later, you're like, I need to try something new. Yeah. I heard about this one product. Exactly. That works so good. has a lot of good reviews. And That's me. That is exactly me. So, and then I just went back to like the old face wash that we were using. So I went back to that. That, you know, that's been working. And then I just act, threw in the sea moss mask. I've been doing it every single night faithfully because that I can honestly say that has really helped my skin so mm-hmm. much. 
Um, and I've been doing it for like a month straight. Like I have not like skipped the beat. At least I don't think I have. So yeah, I think you may maybe just once on accident. Maybe yeah. When we were in Houston, I didn't bring it with me in Houston. But other than that, I've been taking it like every single day. And he so, woke up and he like. I know, right? <laughs> Man. Man. I was like, I need that sea moss while we're in Houston. But it really helps. And so, um, yeah, I'm just super excited about my skin. I, we need to order another, like... Um, another jar. Jar that sea yeah. moss. Uh, because, I look, I, it, it grosses me out that you have to, like, you know, people put in shakes and stuff like that. And it's yeah. like jelly. It's in, like, jelly. It's disgusting. What kind of... Um, it's like a jelly. What does it taste like, though? I haven't tasted it. I haven't. I've only been using it on my face. And I think it's kind of weird, too, if I use something on my face and put it in my mouth, you know? Mm-hmm. So, because I, I use a cotton uh, cotton ball or whatever to, like, take it out of the jar to put it on my face. And sometimes I stick that cotton ball back into the jar to get a little bit more. So, for me to put that on my face and to take a spoonful and eat it, I, I couldn't do it. So, we should get two. Like, one for our face and then one for, like, you know, to, to intake or whatever. Yeah, I'd be seeing, like, vegans are like... You know, um, uh, I take a spoonful of uh, sea moss, mm-hmm. you know, every day to stay healthy. I'm like, but then why you look so bony? Oh, no, not bony. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's a way where you can, you can eat healthy, but yeah. when you look. I know. You, you know what I mean? I know a few people that's like that. That's like super duper vegan. Yeah. And they look really sick. Yeah. Like their skin is kind of saggy. Yeah. They're like their eyes kind of pit in Even a little acne bit. acne too. Yeah. And I'm like, I, if, if this is what vegan looks like, then I don't want it. You <laughs> no, know? I don't want it. I don't want it. But I know some other vegans who look perfectly healthy. Mm-hmm. They look fine. You know? So, I mean, even I wasn't vegan, but, you know, I was pescatarian. So. I didn't that lose. Lasted. That yeah, lasted. I did that mm-hmm. for like five months, almost six months, and I didn't lose any weight. But that was the thing. It was just kind of like I was eating healthy, but it didn't really, I, I didn't see a difference. Yeah, basically. you didn't. So you didn't, it wasn't like a game changer. It wasn't a game changer. Like I thought, I, I mean, I had a little bit more energy, but I honestly kind of felt the same, you know? So it wasn't really like a game changer where I, it was like this life changing thing that yeah, I'm going like, to do forever. Yeah. yeah, yeah. After a while, I just got tired of like, figuring out what i'm gonna eat like you know yeah, what I mean? when we yeah. go out to eat i'm like oh yeah you look, look at the menu you're like eat. come on now like right i'm just gonna eat salad and fish my Man, entire got, that's frustrating because you know you eat fish salad yeah. shrimp and basically you're like that's it i i need a little bit more yeah you know? and then sometimes we'll go out to eat and it's just like i'm only eating sides and it's just a bunch of vegetables you know and i'm just like i don't really want to eat this you know so you know every vegan is gonna be like if you know the recipes and da da da. yeah i ain't got time <laughs> I barely got time to make like just some chicken nuggets that you throw in the oven. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, it's funny when you started getting back into the meat. You yeah. know, you got a little taste of yeah. it. You like, oh, you know what it was that brought was me it? back? You was like, oh, I'm gonna go get me a chicken salad uh, from some place. Uh, oh, the, um, the uh, sandwich pl- place. Yeah, it was whatever. A sandwich yeah, place. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was just like, give me one. <laughs> <laughs> and you were like, you sure? I was like, give me one. Mm-hmm. I want to try it. Give me one. And you got me yeah. one. And I came with my aid. I was like. Ooh. Yeah, it was a game changer. Was, that, see, that's a that, game changer. Yeah, that that had me back to eat meat. Yeah, I was like, all right, I'm done with this uh, pescatarian life. Wow. So, is there anything that you kind of restrict now, like that you kind of back off on, or is it that you're kind of like no holds bar? Well, you mean like my diet sugar? wise? Yeah, I'm 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 slowing down on sugar, so I haven't been eating it as much. Even though right before this podcast, I just had a handful of uh, cotton candy and also a um, Reese's Pieces uh, peanut butter cup, mm, but it, the egg one, yeah, 
That's so like that's a really good one, by the way. It is really good. And I had it in the freezer for two days, so it was even better. So, but um, I have been like slowing down on my on my sugar intake, but my sugar intake is not candy. Mine is coffee. Wow. So, um, you know, I would go to coffee. I mean, Starbucks all the time. That's one where I work. And then you got me a gift card. So I was using that all the time. And then I get you all those mochas. Yes. And you got me the mocha from Sam. From so Sam. Yeah, yeah, we cases. Get, yeah. Oh, my God. And you see it still sitting there, too, because mm-hmm. I'm just like, I can't. I just can't. As delicious as it is. Mocha is my, my favorite. I love chocolate. And there's so much sugar in it. So what I did was um, instead of drinking coffee like five days a week or something crazy like that, I will only drink it maybe twice a week. And that's maybe. And if I do drink Starbucks coffee, it's going to be coffee that doesn't have like the caramel or the chocolate. It'll just be like a a regular coffee with almond milk, you know, instead of just like a whole fat, you know what I mean? Just change it up or coconut milk. I do that too. Um, And I still get whipped cream, you know, because it's not too much sugar, Mm -hmm. you know. So I just kind of. I'm just cutting back on the the sweets because, you know, recently I, I felt that my face was getting a little bit round. And mm-hmm. I was like, I don't like this. I don't, mm-hmm. you know, I felt like I was, you know, when I'm pregnant or yeah. when you're pregnant, your face get a little fuller. And I, I saw that and I was like, I don't really like that. And really, it was just cutting back on the sugar. And I did it for, I don't know, maybe since early February. Yeah. So it hasn't even been that long. I was about I, to say two weeks and I'm like in... Yeah, it's been about early February. And I honestly, I see a difference in my face, in my body. My stomach has gotten a little bit, you know, flatter because before I felt like I was bloated. And now, I mean, I'm just back to normal. See, that's how I felt. Like, I was like, I'm getting a little round and gooey. Yeah. And then I'm like, all right, I did cut back on the sugar. Mm -hmm. And literally, it was, it took really quick. Yeah, super quick. And I'm like, okay, this is normal. Exactly. You know, because you know when you're not right. Yeah, you could feel it. And, and, you know, when you see, because like this, this is on YouTube. So when you see yourself, you're just like, oh, mm-hmm. you know, why is my face so round? And then when we would do, you know, the cover for, yeah. you know, the podcast, I'm like, I don't like that picture. Yeah. You know, and I'm I'm not picky, you know, with pictures at all. If I'm making a goofy, goofy face or whatever, I'm mm-hmm. like, I like that, you know. But if it's where I'm like super round in my cheeks and stuff, I'm like, mm, I don't know. I don't like that. Yeah. You know? so, so I feel like that, like the, the whole feeling that you don't want, period, mm-hmm. is that you're falling off. Yeah, I don't want to fall off. Yeah, when you feel like, <laughs> you know, because you have a base. Everyone has a baseline. Yes. Of what. What makes them feel confident. Exactly. And then you're like, okay, this is good. Yeah. Like I told you, like in the seventh grade, I got a haircut. And I looked in the mirror, I said, if I had a wish, I wish to have this haircut forever. Oh, my God. And that God. was seventh grade. This yeah. is early in the game. You know, you've been knowing. And I knew the baseline, you know. Mm-hmm. So when it's not like what it was, it's like, oh, man. So you kind of want to chase back or never get too far from yeah. your actual baseline. Yeah. And then, you know, I shop a lot, which I haven't been shopping for since, you know. <laughs> since yesterday. Since, <laughs> well, since Lent started, you yeah. know. Um, but I have a lot of, like, styles that I already have in my closet that is, has been waiting for me to, like, pull out. You know what I mean? So I can't be over here just being sloppy. Then I won't be able to fit into my, my clothes yeah. that I purchased. You yeah. know what I mean? So I had to kind of slow down on it. And at first it was like, okay, well, Bly, maybe you should start working out. Mind you, I like to work out, but I'm not motivated right now. To be totally honest, I am not motivated to start working out. So I was like, okay, what can I do um, that will help, you know, change what it is that I'm going through that's not working out? You yeah. know, so it was like, okay, let me cut back on the sugar. And honestly, it was the coffee. That was like the main that was thing. The key. That was the key. It was coffee. Once I stopped doing that, um, yeah, a lot has just like melted off. So, 
Yeah. yeah. See, that's why I don't lose or gain because mm-hmm. I want to make sure my clothes fits. Yeah, exactly. I and mean, I, I got some I cute buy, stuff. Yeah, yeah. You, know? you got to stay stylish. Look, right. I still wear, I could still wear all the clothes from college. Exactly. All the clothes from high school. Exactly. But, you know, the, look, the, the clothes I had in high school, two, three X shirts. Oh my God. Of course you can still wear that. The tall T. First of all, <laughs> you're a medium. What do you mean? <laughs> that tall T. Man. But you know, I guess whenever, um, look, I felt awkward mm-hmm. because- you know, I don't think you should ask a woman's age. Right. Mm-hmm. And what size does she want? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. And, you know, when I asked someone, a particular, it was a young lady, mm-hmm. I was like, um, okay, what shirt do you, what, you know, what size shirt do you want me to get you? Yeah. And they're like, mm, but I knew they didn't want to say oh, large. Oh, yeah, gotcha. And yeah. I feel bad for even asking. I was like, right. I think I crossed the line. Not, you know, deliberately. Yeah. But yeah. I was like. I don't think I'm supposed to ask woman. Yeah, maybe you could have had like a form or something. Yeah, so something. She could fill yeah, yeah, out, yeah, you know, yeah. Circle what size she wants. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. I get that because you know it's so funny at at my job. Uh, my coworker, I think this happened with uh, I'm gonna say his name, Miguel. He was helping a client. She was purchasing a belt, mm-hmm. and so he asked her. He was like, "Um, so what size jeans do you wear?" And she's like, "You're never supposed to ask a woman what size she wears." He's like. But you're buying a belt. I need to know what size you wear so I can go get the belt for you. And she just kind of laughed. But it was just kind of like one of those things where I need to know your size if you want to buy yeah, something yeah, from me. You yeah. know, if you want my help, how can I help you if you don't want to tell me your size? That's you awkward. Know? I wonder, does that rule apply with women? Um, that's what I'm saying. No, no. Does that rule apply with a woman? Oh, helping a woman a asking a man? No, no. Woman asking a woman. Oh, I mean, no. no. Yeah, like, a, like if you ask a woman, like, what mm-hmm. size, you know, um, jeans you wear, yeah. would, a, would a woman be like, you're not supposed to ask me that? No, they oh. don't say that. But it does get awkward sometimes when a woman doesn't, um, if she feels like she's a little bit bigger, she does, you know, some women will lie and say that they're a lot smaller than what they are, you know? So you kind of have to be trained at the eye, like I guess we are, to look and say, actually, you know, She's telling me she's a size six, but I know she's like a size What's 10. What's up with that? I don't know. And, you know, some women get so upset. Yeah. And I'm like, it's just a number. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it doesn't define who you are. It's literally just a number, especially when it comes to shoe sizes. Women hate saying what size shoes what size shoes uh, they wear. Like if they're, let's say, a size 10. Yeah. You know, they'll try to squeeze their foot in a nine. And, and then if it doesn't fit, then they try the 10. If it's the 10 is still too small and it's an 11, they're like, oh, no, I'm not wearing an 11. No, I'm, I, I never wore 11. I'm not going to wear 11. It's like, it's just a shoe. Like, just put the shoe on. If it's comfortable, just wear it. Who cares what size it is? But some women, they do get caught up in a number. And men, too. There, there was this one guy that I helped a couple of weeks ago. He purchased some shoes online. They were way too small. And so he came into our store. I'm trying to help him with the size. He couldn't fit any of our shoes. His feet were so small. He was a grown man. Yeah. And the smallest size we had in our store was a five and men's. What? Even Get out of that, here. Get out of here. Don't. I'm telling you, even that was too big. So I told him, okay, well, we make this exact <laughs> Child shoe. Child size. Yes. Well, no, no, no. Wow. I said, we make this exact shoe in women's. You yeah. can't even tell the difference. <gasps> Why? Well, we, we do. Yeah, it, yeah, you yeah, know? yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah. You can't even tell the difference. The men's shoe, obviously, is going to be a little bit wider, but it's the exact same shoe. It took a while to convince him, but finally he was open-minded. So I put him in a size woman's eight. Even the woman's eight was still too big. So we didn't have like a seven or seven and a half. So he was just like, I'm going to just go ahead and go with the eight. And luckily it was a high top because you can kind of like finagle with the high top. You could just tie the laces a little real tight. The shoe ain't coming off your foot. But I was just like, he was so upset that he had to go to a woman's shoe. And I'm just like... It's just a shoe. Nobody's not going to know it's a woman's shoe because we make the exact same 
shoe for men. But the ego. But the ego. Whew. And it's the same thing for women. It's the ego. Like the number we get we get caught up in that number. Yeah. You know, it's just like, oh no, I've never been a size 10. Um I, I would never wear this belt because, you know, I've never been a 10. I've always been an eight my whole entire life. It's like, who cares? You know, even because our belts are European sizes. So it's like you either wear like an 85 or a 90 or 95. And law forbid a woman has to be put in a size 100 belt. You would you just won't hear the end of it. It's just on and on and on. I can't believe I wear a size 100 belt. And it's just a, I'm just like, it's just a number, you know, it's crazy. I have a thing where I say, you know, um, over it's not my thing. It's just mm. in general. Um, over communication is better than under communication. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And never to assume, mm -hmm. like never assume and over communicate because you don't want to, again, assume that this other person knows, which should cause like frustration. Right. Right. Exactly. In that case where you're asking someone their size, it's almost like never assume. Right. But under communicate. No, you're because right. Because if you're over here trying to ask this question, ask that question. Yeah. You don't know how it triggers some people because, you know, if someone looks at you as a man, mm -hmm. right, and says, all right, size small, and you're like, mm. <laughs> You're like, actually, I'm a size large. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, because, you know, like, or let's say a person who, you know, is trying to lose weight or whatever, and he's like, okay, so what are you about, large? Or, and he's like, I'm a medium. He's yeah. like, oh, okay. You know, and it's one of those things where, like, momentarily like traumatized yeah no it's true i never assume the size like in my mind i can tell what size you are even for men when it comes to like belts pants size i know what size you wear but i won't say it out loud i'll let you tell me but if you're like thinking about it for too long then i'll be like if i'm like okay what size jeans do you wear and it's just like um uh, i'm like you're like a 30 32 34 you know because mm -hmm. i know they're like a 32 34 so i'll say i'll say you know start with the smaller one I'm like 30 32 how 34. spot on are you d are you pretty oh, i'm always spot on so why even ask why you, you could because, just really you know i don't want to assume you know i don't want to uh, say anything yeah. and, you know what i mean yeah, and then yeah. they embarrass them or anything like that especially if it's a guy that's a little bit heavier i always start with like a smaller number if i know he's a 44 i'll be like what are you like a 38, 40, 42, 44. You know, like I'll say that. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh, I'm about a, like a 44, 46, you know? And I'm like, yeah, I know already, you know? Yeah. So I definitely don't want to assume, but yeah, people just get really caught up in the numbers. And then when you, you give them the belt that they're supposed to wear, it's always, well, you know, I plan on losing weight. So, um, you know, give me, give me a belt one size down. I'm just like, man, why even do that to yourself? Yeah. You just get caught up in that number. So you put that belt on that's too small and you can't even wear it because you know you ain't about to lose no weight. Yeah, like, yeah. come on, let's be realistic. You ain't about to lose no weight. But maybe that's goals for him. It's like, I'm going to wear that belt one day. I even tell him, I'm like, well, this is motivation. This will help you <laughs> yeah, lose yeah. some weight. You know what I mean? But I always be like, you look great. You don't need to lose weight. Because obviously I would hate to tell somebody, yeah, you do need to lose weight. And then I'm, and then if they keep going on and on and on, I'm like, well, this belt is going to be great motivation because it's going to help you want to lose weight. And they're like, you know what? You are right. You are right. And I'm like... Ain't about to go work out. I have a question. Mm -hmm. How important is style mm -hmm. to a person's confidence? Oh, I think it's very important. So you feel that if a person doesn't have good style, <laughs> <laughs> do you feel like if they don't have good style, they that, don't have a good personality? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, like no, no, like something like confidence. like their confidence isn't yeah. where it should be because because I think people seek out to dress nicely. But you know what? Just because it's not. You know, my style, I can't say that they don't have style. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because there's some, like, some old school cats out there. You know, like, we watch shows where there's, like, 
you know, reality shows where people just be dressing like crazy and they have high confidence. I know I would never wear that, but that's their style. So I think if you have like a signature look, that's where your confidence comes. But if it's more like copying other people, then I don't think you really have like great confidence. You, you know, know what I mean? there's this time, uh, there's a place, remember the Dallas, where's that, um, where you get those costumes, costume. Oh, work? Dallas Vintage Shop. V- Dallas Vintage Shop. Mm-hmm. Y'all should go there. Yes. I actually re- recommended that place to somebody one time. I hope they're still up given the, so. the pandemic. Oh, yeah, I'm not they sure. better be. That, that place is amazing. It's crazy yeah, in there. Yeah, it's amazing. Oh, my God. If y'all ever had like a Halloween party or a costume party or something, go there. You should put that on um, on TikTok. Oh, yeah. Or just in general, just go viral on it because people don't know. Man, that's a gem. That is a huge gem. Yeah, huge. Like gigantic gem. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I remember so, you took me there. But anyway, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, you know, uh, I, I remember I went there because I remember I used to go regularly because I'm yeah, like, they have the such time. amazing stuff. And um, they have these black wings. Mm. And they're like angel wings. Mm-hmm. And you, do you remember? Oh, yeah. Of course I remember. Yeah, and then I was like, I want those wings. And you're like, no, babe. I was like. But they, I think they look good on me. I'm yeah. like, I, I know it sounds crazy. And my heart was like really wanted, but they're $400. Oof. And I was like, and they're like really beautiful with like good black feathers and mm-hmm. with black wings. I was like, I know it'd be crazy if I like walked up on stage with like black wings. And it's like, who's this guy? But it looks like like when you wear it, it looks like you actually have wings. Yeah. And they're like, make, it's just beautiful. And I was just like, I just kept thinking about it for a few days. I'm like, I should go back and get those wings. I never did. I'm glad you didn't. I <laughs> know <laughs> you're completely against it. So that's yeah, not, that's not to you. That's not good style period. I mean, not to be wearing every day. If it was a costume. Yes. No, like, not as a costume, like as a look, that's like, what I'm saying. No, people be like, is he crazy? He so, so if someone walked into Gucci with wings on their back, you wouldn't be like, now that person's like unique. <laughs> Unique, uniquely crazy. He got <laughs> a gun in his back here. pocket or something. I'm like, he coming to yeah. blow this pace up. Like, ain't nothing right in his head. I'm like, he crazy. So, hey, I'm going to go to the back. Exactly. <laughs> I'm going to the restroom real quick, y'all. <laughs> I be done. So there's mm-hmm. a limit. There's a limit to yeah, good stuff. Yeah, of course. And a then, limit. Hold on. Do you think it's understood or is it something that, you know, like when someone crosses the limit and just wild and crazy that maybe they could do it like Lady Gaga? Yeah, see, I think there's certain personalities that can pull off stuff. Lady Gaga, for sure. Like, only she can pull off certain stuff. Madonna, only she. You know, Rihanna, only she. You know what I mean? Not everybody can do it. But there are some people who can pull off those looks, yeah. you know, and still look, you know, super confident, hella stylish. But, you know, not everybody can do it. Do you, you, could think, tell a do you think Rihanna though. gets style like that? I think so. I mean, as of recently, not really. But mm. she's like one of my fashion icons. Like, whenever I need inspiration to... Put a look together. She's like my go-to. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because she's she's very edgy. She's very, you know, sexy. And sexy and edgy. Yeah, yeah that's that's yeah. Rihanna. And so when I'm in that kind of mood to dress up, you know, I kind of go to her. I'm like, okay, let me see what she did. Yeah. And, but it's for me, it's um, I already have like a thought of what I want. So if I'm like, okay, I know for sure I want to wear white and I want to wear like a pantsuit. Okay, let me see how maybe Rihanna probably styled it, you know, and then mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, that's kind of what I was thinking or something like that. Or it'll help, you know, uh, help me style the way I want to style my outfit. Basically. Yeah, yeah, Rihanna's your North Star. Yeah, she is, <laughs> you know, so she's like my go to person, you know, but um, I think she has great style. Yeah, so you do feel like it has a lot to do with confidence and oh, yeah, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, because I mean. If I'm wearing something and then the next person has the exact same outfit on as oh, me, we can't, we're not going to pull yeah. it off the same. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think it's all about confidence. And 
you know, I know my body type. I'm not no, you know, Jennifer Lopez. I ain't no Kim Kardashian. You know, I'm very up and down, very slender, very tall. So I know what works well with my body and yeah. I know how to to dress it properly, I guess, you know. So I don't go out of my way and start wearing all this stuff that <laughs> make me look like I got something when I know I ain't got yeah. nothing. I know what I'm working with. So what do you think about when people do that? What do you think? Is, is it a, you think it's a... Um, a low confidence thing that yeah. when they wear something that obviously just doesn't fit their body type. Yeah. I see that a lot on Instagram, like, you know, and the outfits are hella cute, but it just don't look right on the person, you know? Cause I could see it and I'm just like, the the outfit is cute. And then once you start picking it apart, like that's a cute top. I love the even bottoms. down to the pose, even down to the pose. I'm like, it just don't look right. You could tell when someone's not comfortable in it because they know that it's not made for them they forced it on them because they saw somebody else wear it you know so it's all about confidence and confidence comes through the photos you can yeah tell. you can see yeah you can see you it, can yeah. see it yeah and then you can see when somebody's trying too hard and trying to force it i'm like that outfit wasn't even made for you but go ahead <laughs> you know there's a um there's a key word that i you know thought of um one of my favorite words actually because it's just again nice and juicy okay Surplo- surpro superfluous superfluous yeah superfluous Superfluous. Yeah. What's that? That's like, you know, when I always say like, I can't stand when people are like too extra. <laughs> Superfluous is being too extra. Oh my god! Like you're, it's more than a than like sufficient. Like yeah. you're doing, like you're doing a little doing too, too much. much. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like calm down just a little bit. I get it. You know, mm-hmm. you want to like get people's attention doing all, but you're just doing a little too much. But you know what the excuse is that I keep hearing? People are like, oh, you only have one life to live. You should do it. You know, do do the most, you know, because you only have one life to live. I'm like, mm. Mm. I'm, a, I'm look, I'm with you on that because I'm a little over the whole um, making excuses for others. Yeah. You know, because people are like, you know, we heard on Clubhouse where people were like, you know, you are who you are. If you don't like it, you could just leave. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the truth. Right. But then if you're just a person who likes disrespecting people. That's not, not, that's, that's not, that's not, that's not right. Excuse, yeah. If you're mean to people, that's not, that's not cool. Yeah. You I know? mean, I remember getting my first taste of that at college, you know, when we went to college, you know, I was the newbie. I didn't really know anybody. And I remember like, I don't know, I was going somewhere and I, somebody you was, know, or are you talking about Lamar? No, at, at, at Lamar. Mm-hmm. And somebody pointed out this girl and was like, oh, that's uh so-and-so. Mm-hmm. And I've, I've heard her name a few times and I was like, you know, that's her, you know? And then just getting to know her, she was just like treat people kind of nasty talk yeah. to them any kind of way just rude and people would make excuses for and be like oh that's just her that's just how she is she don't mean no harm that's just who she is and i'm like but that doesn't give her a reason to talk to people crazy yeah i'm you not know? with that that's what i'm saying like yeah. I, I just not with the whole like <clears throat> you could be who you are right but once you come off as let's say mean mm-hmm. which is you know attacking somebody yeah in a low way mm-hmm. you know or if you come off as like disrespectful yeah speaking to somebody that you know you shouldn't talk to nobody like, especially if you don't know them, mm-hmm. you know? And I'm like, I don't think there's a limit um, or an acceptance to, you know, doing that to people. So I always right. like, I, yeah, I'm over the excuses what people give and say, you know, that's on them. And it's like, no, you know, they can't yeah. be in my space and I get it. They could have their own space or whatever. Right. But a lot of people, sad to say, are weak. Yeah. And they love being around things that make them feel stronger. Exactly. That's you know? exactly what it is. So it's like the reason they have what even whatever type of following or whatever type of, you know, community mm-hmm. around them 
lot of times it's like the weak people are like, man, you're so this, you're so that. Just com- constantly championing that person. It's like, do you talk like that about yourself? Exactly. No, they don't. Exactly. That's do why they have to be with somebody like that. Because they wish they were outspoken. They wish... <laughs> They had the balls mm-hmm. to, to stand up for themselves, but since they don't and they have a friend that does, they praise that friend because that's what they wish they had. Man, you know? that's crazy. And that strong person always circles, you know, themselves around weak people. Yeah, weak. Always. Yeah, yeah. Because you can't, you, you, won't, you're not up for the challenge. You're not going to have a person just like you. Y'all just be fighting all day. Yeah. You know? So you got to surround yourself with weak people. It's funny because I even when you talk about like social media and in, in general, right? Mm-hmm. It's very rare where you see men like. Follow and support other men. You yeah. see it a lot with the women. Oh, yeah. And then I thought of something. I was like, lions don't help other lions be better lions. You know what I mean? Like, That's true. Like, if you break it down, like, when a lion sees a lion, he's like, you could take your space, but this is my space. Right. But he'd be like, hey, we should all... Lions don't do that. No, that's true. I never thought of it like that. Exactly. You know, like, I, I consider myself a lion. I'm like, I'm not really in the space of... Oh, there's another line. Let me help that person be better too. It's right. like we're both making ourselves better in what we do. Yeah. We practice at it. We go at it every day. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so to say, oh, okay, let me like and support just for the, the, the sake of it. It's like, are we even the same community? Are we even saying right. like people? So I feel like if it's like my family or close friends, cool. But when it comes to strangers, I'm just not really big on just like praise, hella praising and doing mm-hmm. all that because I'm like, I'd rather give myself that energy or give it to someone that I truly know, trust right. that is genuine. You yeah, know what exactly. I mean? Exactly. You know, social media is all fake anyway. It's completely fake. You go, girl. Yeah, performative. That's oh, what, yeah. that's the word. It's, yeah. Everything social media because once you're in front of people, you be, you start to perform and you try to come off as real. Right. And there's a certain extent where people sometimes get a little, uh, a little too vulnerable or, or or a little too authentic mm-hmm. when it comes to like this someone in particular. Who's a, I would say somewhat of celeb, um, been a few, you know, like she does a few like TV shows, things mm-hmm. like that. Keeps a little too real, mm. you know, like, you know, she'll talk to you in like, in a, you know, on an Instagram live, you know, cross be in the corner of the mouth or the hair be all out of whack. What? Ain't washed your face yet. It's like, look, 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 if I was with you, you got to get yourself a little bit more together before you all up in my, like, they don't understand the social cue of. You're literally in my face. I'm distracted at the corner of your right. lips and that you still got a little sleep in your eye and you got like, and you know, you're making jokes. You're talking about this and that. And then you like, next, you know, you dress up and then you go back to this. It's like, I get what you're trying to do. Yeah. Which is show the good and the bad. Right. Exactly. Trying but, to be real. Yeah. Trying to be real. Yeah. But it ain't real. I mean, you could at least wash your face and brush your teeth. But at the bare minimum. At the bare minimum. I mean, I mean, yeah. For real. Yeah. If you're going to be in someone's face, like, listen. You know, the thing about love and the thing about this is like, your lips are cracking. (laughs) (laughs) But you know, people make excuses. Well, that's just me. That's just who I am. Mm -hmm. If you don't like it, then you ain't got to watch. It's like, I'm not saying I don't like it. (laughs) I'm just saying like, go brush your teeth. Yeah, yeah. Or just wash your face. You ain't even got to brush your teeth. Just wash your face. Check that box. That's all I want. that's it. Just check that little box. You want to tell them about... um, our um, the Netflix? What what we watch on Netflix? Oh, I care a lot. I care a lot. Oh, I don't know where we, I don't even know if we should talk, start now, you know, because Mm-mm. look, if y'all get a chance, please, there's a movie on, um, who's the main actor? 
the actress. Oh, I can't think of her name. But you know what I'm talking about. Yes. Though. Yeah, I can't think of her name. And, you know, it's the, the movie's called I Care A Lot. Yes. Okay. I think it's good. I think it's great. Yeah. And so there's no diss to the movie. No diss. But the way it'll make you feel mm. might be a little bit uncomfortable. Very uncomfortable. And look, we're not going to give any spoilers. Not at all. Mm-mm. But the movie really was somewhat triggering. Not somewhat. Yeah, it was triggering. It was very triggering. And I use the word specifically because someone, I'm just watching it. And I'm like, usually I wouldn't express this. I, I don't know how I thought of the word trigger, you know, because I thought that was just an odd word to use towards watching a movie. Because I'm like, I'm not a woman. I'm not, you know, an old woman or old lady or whatever. So I'm yeah. like, so all of a sudden I'm talking blah. I was like. Well, I don't know. I um, I feel a little triggered. I feel a little triggered. And she's yeah. like, I do too. I was like, yeah. Like, and then we we're watching it. It just kept getting worse. And you almost want to like fast forward. Yeah, you do. Because I, I actually know somebody who did fast forward to the end. Cause he, <laughs> cause he couldn't take it anymore. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like that movie was very triggering. Mm-hmm. And every single person that I recommended uh, to watch that movie said the exact same thing. Like they were upset, they couldn't sleep, they were like pissed. I'm like, those are all the feelings I had. Yeah, it, see, I, even that night you said you couldn't even sleep. Really I well. couldn't, and I, I just because, okay, well, we can kind of talk about the movie. Yeah, yeah, a little yeah, bit. yeah. There's no, yeah, it's no spoilers. But yeah. anyway, basically, the lady, um, the main character, she basically runs a firm where she. She's like a, a legal guardian to to the elderly yeah. who are like living alone, who don't have kids. Some may have kids or probably just d- d- whatever. And so she kind of preys on the elderly. She'll go to their home with like a legal documentation stating that, oh, your doctor said that you are incapable of taking care of yourself. Um, So I have a statement from the lawyer saying that you need to come to me. I mean, come with me and we're going to go ahead and put you in a nursing home. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of times the old people they don't really know what's going on. Powerless. And yeah, powerless. And the fact that a legal guardian, I guess, came to your door with all this documentation, you have no choice but to go with them. So you're just like, I, I don't even know what to do. And so it was just kind of like, you, you just watching it, you just feel so helpless. You're just like, I just want to help them. I feel so Yeah, Bly said the key thing. She said, there's two things you don't mess with. You do not mess with. She said, you don't mess with kids. Nope. Or old people. Or old, exactly. Those right there. Those right there. You don't. You do not. You do not. You know, it's it's somewhat, I don't know, uh, what do you call that deep down? Like, I don't know if it's, it's like, it's deep where when you see, like, if let's say they switched it around mm-hmm. and it was something with kids. Oh, I couldn't even watch I it. Been, no. <laughs> you already know me. Yeah. I, I couldn't even watch it. Because my thing is, you know, children are so innocent. That's first and foremost, you know. And then old people. Hella guilty. Hella guilty. <laughs> <laughs> they just been through so much. That's like your grandma, your grandpa. Like they just here to support you. Yeah, and they and they've been here so long. So yeah. you just got to give them respect for even surviving. Exactly, respect. You yeah. know what I mean? So respect your elders. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's just like children and old people. You just do not mess with them. So when this movie, this movie is about old people taking advantage of old people. I just didn't. I did not like that. You know, I didn't. Yeah, like it was. It. A, see, that's that's the thing about it. it the, the acting mm-hmm. was a one. Yeah, it was good. The acting was a one. There's some really like curious characters, mm-hmm. people that make you want to like watch. You want you want more of that. Yeah. yeah, you know, there's a lot of like conniving and like um, planning and uh, working around behind the scenes. There's mm-hmm. like you know shootings and guns and like it was everything. It was, it was good. yeah, it was action. It was 
it was um I don't know what to call it, like dramatic. Yeah, it was dramatic. I mean, from beginning to the end, mm-hmm. like it was really, really good. I was glued in from beginning to end. And at first I didn't want to watch it. Yeah. I think you were like, oh, let's watch it because I heard. I say, some, it's on now. Yeah. I was like, I heard. Yeah. He was like, I heard some good things about it. So I was like, all right. And it was late. So I was just like, I'm going to fall asleep. I hope I don't fall asleep. And I was up the whole time. Yeah. I think we started at like, I don't know, maybe 1030. We finished it like 1230 and I was up. Normally I fall asleep during movies because I'd be so tired. Yeah. But this time I was up and I was just like, oh my God, I'm so upset. Our biggest critique. I don't know if you remember, but our biggest critique on the movie is what? Uh, The ending? Mm-mm. No. What was the biggest? The title. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I didn't, we didn't really care for the title. Yeah. The man. title, I care a lot. Did they not want to put more work into that? Yeah, that was so lazy. That's I don't a lazy know. I don't know. T- I don't know if title. it's the part that a lot. I don't know if that's a la- the lazy part or like I care a lot. Don't even sound like something you like. If you have to say it to somebody, you have to like put it in quotes so they know that yeah. you've ended the sentence. So it's like you know, have you seen I care a lot? It's like what are you talking about? <laughs> no, the movie I care a lot. It's like I care a lot. Is that a word? Is that a word? I care a lot. I never heard that. What's that? I care a lot. It's oh like, no, God. it's I care a lot. It's yeah. like, oh, that's dumb. It should have been just called I care. I, I thought the same thing. Yeah. I care. I care. That's it. Mm-hmm. Not I care a lot. Nobody won't say all that. Yeah. And when she said, I care a lot. It's like, that's something. It don't sound like nothing, nobody says, says no, that. Exactly. Oh, my Lord. But it was a good movie. So I definitely uh, recommend. Y'all know I don't like recommending, but this one I'm going to recommend. You know what our next one is what we're going to watch? What's that? Everyone's saying it. And the people who are saying it, I must say, are Harvard scholars. Okay. And um, look, two different people who don't know each other. One is Young Me, and she's on um, a Harvard Business Review Mm -hmm. podcast. And then the other one's Bill Gates. Oh, wow. And he mentioned it tonight, you know, because he was speaking on Clubhouse, right? Mm -hmm. So uh, Young Me was like, this is a movie that I just love. Any movie that starts off with a heist. I love. Mm. And it's not sure if it's a movie, but it's like a series. Mm-hmm. And um, it's called Lupin. Lupin. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's French. And on top of that, it has like, um, what do you call that? Um, uh, subtitles where it's all French. And, you know, you got to, we watched a few of those movies where, yeah. you know, the language isn't in English, but look, sometimes they pay off. Yeah, they do. And then Bill Gates tonight said he's, actually got addicted to this one show that's on netflix called lupin wow and that was literally i heard about lupin yesterday mm-hmm. then i heard about it again today yeah and i'm like we gotta watch lupin and then i told you hey you want to watch lupin he's like i'm too tired <laughs> <laughs> you be about the movies yeah i'd be too tired i'd be like i can't do it today oh we forgot to tell y'all <clears throat> i don't know if y'all know but our prayer signal strong it's strong man you y'all see this you see this Prayer signal strong. I don't know if y'all can see it. You can see it now? I think so. <laughs> yeah, we just got these t-shirts in. Shout out to Starving Christians blog. They're on Instagram. Starving Christians blog. Yes. So definitely order your t-shirts. We just got ours. Uh, Shay and Marcus. So thank you guys for our t-shirts. I know people over here like, you know, fast forward and like, oh, they're doing a commercial. Do, do, do. I was no, like, no, that's not, not a commercial. A commercial. <laughs> it's not a commercial. It's not. It's my, one of my girlfriends. Um, they're making these t-shirts. She has a blog. So definitely check it out. And then um, I think they both have a blog together. I'll put it in the bio so y'all could ever like, yeah. you know, look at it, click it, find it. Yeah. Order y'all t-shirts. I love these t-shirts too. They're great. Great quality. And yeah, I wonder if yeah. she put like, and then you got, you know, I like how it like hugs my. Your muscles. Yeah, my muscles right here. But muscles. I wonder if she like. Instead of saying prayer signal strong, mm-hmm. if she put strong 
and if that would be a little bit more like how would you to even the spell that to the streets yeah oh lord because then people like my parents signal, my parents signal strong you know what i mean like they'll do that no that how do you sense. even spell scrong? Scrong with a S K R O N G. Oh God, I wouldn't even know how to pronounce that if I saw that. It's the same thing as strong with a T, but, but with a K. With a K. My prayer signal scrong. Yeah, it's hard to say, right? It's very Five hard times to, fast. Though I can't even say it one time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, we got these beautiful T-shirts, and I love it. I wonder if I wear this, do I? I don't have to pray anymore. Or what? No, you still got to pray. Oh, okay. Mm-mm. I wonder if they prayed. To, I want to cheat the system. I wonder if they prayed on the shirt before they sent it. I'm sure they did. Oh, uh, yeah. Look at you. Oh, uh, look at that. <laughs> trying to cheat the system. You trying not to go to church no more. Oh, man. Oh, oh, Black History Month is almost done. I know. The shortest month of the year, of course, is almost done. What do you think about, like, this Black History Month? This is a different one because <laughs> of the whole George Floyd thing. Yeah. I, I got my opinion. I mean, I haven't really. Here we go. Well, uh, you know, <laughs> I haven't really been on, like, watching TV. Yeah. Um, and I haven't really been on social media. I mean, I'm on it, but not like that. I'm not really actively on it. Um, unless it's like my day off. Mm -hmm. So I haven't really been seeing any like black history month, you know, quotes or education or, you know, about this person, that person, what they did for us. I'm not really seeing it, but then again, it could just be my followers or something. I think something's changed. I mean, the people I follow. Yeah. What what do you think? I feel like for some reason. Based on the, I think it's like black fatigue. Mm. You know what I mean? Because from George Floyd, people were deep, deep, deep. Yeah. Literally in the blackness. Yeah. Black, you know, support black business, you know, uh, black people, you know, black lives matter, Mm -hmm. you know, black, black, everything was black. Yeah. For, I'll say what, from June or July all the way to really the end of the year. Yeah. And then... Christmas happened mm-hmm. or Thanksgiving, Christmas, people kind of like finally I get a break right. from not only being inside the house and being, you know, isolated and just pay attention, just all things black mm-hmm. that, you know, um, the, the pandemic, you know, mm-hmm. so people like family and now people are worried about more about the pandemic and all right. that during, you know, holidays. Then people started coming around about the whole um, black history month that was coming up. And the only thing that I heard literally was, Martin Luther King, R.I.P. and R.I.P. to to uh, uh, Malcolm X. Really? Yeah, and everything just little things sprinkled in here and here, but I didn't see no McDonald's commercials talking about it. I know, right? I didn't see no new programs or know, or even protesting, like just a Black Lives Matter, Matter or yeah. march or something. I, I didn't see literally anything Me either. Right? So I was like, you know, usually. Hey, for Black History Month, we're doing our fries, you know what I mean? Yeah. Or, or even a Martin, Martin Luther King parade. I mean, I know parades are over with, but even something like that. Yeah, I just feel like, where's the, where's the energy? Because, you know, the energy that we brought to Christmas and Thanksgiving mm-hmm. was not matched, you know, yeah. for Black History Month. And I'm yeah. like, maybe people are just a little, little bit fatigued of all the pro-blackness. And I'm mm-hmm. not talking about black people. I'm talking right. about, you know, everyone who's not black. Yeah. Who usually, like, they just kind of like put themselves on pause during black history month. I yeah. remember this, um, client of ours, you know, um, I want to say the company so bad, but please don't. Yeah. Money, and nobody's suing us. Yeah. And <laughs> like, okay. I was, uh, close with the HR person mm-hmm. and then they would have this sign in the front and it's like the sign way off to the side. that says something about like black history month or whatever, but it's like way in the back in the corner. And I was just like, of course. Yeah. I was just like, look at this. 
poor effort, right? Mm-hmm. Or just like trying to get credit, but not really. Exactly. So then I was like, I actually asked her, I was like, hey, I saw the sign for Black History Month, but you can't really see it. Like, are y'all like in it? You know? And she was like, actually, I could use your help. I was like, okay. She's like, I'm trying to figure out how to challenge our entire staff. So I asked them, can you please bring us one piece of legislation or something that's been done, you know, that has helped black people move forward. And I, and I sent this email out to everybody and I, and it's been about two weeks and no one has said anything. Mm. And I was like, yeah, but you're not really showing or teaching anybody anything or clarifying anything. You're letting people kind of like do the work off of like what they already know. And yeah, you know, there's really not much if at all, mm-hmm. you know, he's like, yeah. So I'm trying to figure out new activities. I'm like, you don't even understand activity. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. She don't even understand like what she's even doing. Right. You know, like people are that tone deaf when it comes to like, you know, like not being black, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? They think it's really like, all right, how, what kind of activity can I do? And maybe, well, maybe there's another activity as like activity, you know, oh and I just kind of felt like, slighted by it and i was yeah. like wow you know like this is like so, such a poor effort and you send this out to your employees who are majority white mm-hmm. and i'm like i just wonder like because you know it's like it's like those things like because people don't understand they don't know really know how they should help yeah so then they feel awkward about like um how to even like ask a black person yeah you know like one key w- way is that when it comes to hiring more black people you can't really say hey I'm promoting them to, you know, we're a company looking for black people. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So they don't really know how to like get black people's attention. Yeah. So they, they just come, you know, go clueless, but they don't want to ask black people because they think that that's like wrong. Yeah. And shit, you know, you ask a black person, they'd be like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You figure it out. Exactly. I ain't going to help you. Exactly. You know, they look like you trying to press me in some kind right. of way. You trying to get me to do your job. <laughs> No. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. No, you better figure it out your, on your own. <laughs> you better do your own research. For real. For real. <laughs> That's funny. Well, you know, it is almost over, but anything else you want to share with the people? Nah, just follow my page. Oh, yeah. Black Pretty Pellets? Yeah. Yeah. I got some, some Get the new uniforms. merch. Well, it's not merch, merch. Oh, okay. <laughs> we got uniforms, you know, for me and my unpaid uh, internship. Hey. Intern right here. So... Shout out to uh, Shabrika for the 24-9 artistry. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so she made us um, some hoodies and, you know, some t-shirts and Face masks. Face masks, yeah. yeah. So we we ready. We ready to go out there and uh, handle for some real. business. Yeah, for real. Yeah, we ready. Look. We were looking pro- professional. She got a hoodie. I know the summer and spring's coming up, so. Well, you know. We'll still wear it anyway. It surely is. Yeah, so. It's Texas. It might snow in the middle of June. Who knows? Look, we're going to be. Black and pink all the way. Oh, what made you choose black and pink? Well, um, I don't know. I like black. Black is my favorite. Well, you know, black and pink has always been like my black two colors. Gold. You see, you know me so well. You know me so well. <laughs> yeah, those those are like my three go-to colors. Um, but yeah, we chose black because the, the pink would pop on yeah. it. But I have some other merch that's coming too that's uh, white and pink. So you yeah. can kind of mix it up a little bit. But I'm excited. I'm just like... I'm ready. So I feel like every time I post, you know, people hit me up, ask me questions, how much, you know, how can I, you know, pay you? How can I book? So, you know, I'm just really excited. It's all nerve wracking, but I yeah. mean, it makes you feel alive. You know it what I mean? Like taking those risks. Cause yeah. again, you, you put something out, you don't even know what's going to like come no of clue. it. I have no clue. And then something happens. You're like, wow, I know. it just feels so good. It does. And then every time I post something, I'm very, you know, critical of myself, just like anybody. And I'm looking at my photos and I'm just like, Oh, I should have took this out. And why did I even post? this this is not even that great but then i'm just like people like it they're responding to it that's all that really matters Absolutely. so you know i'm just trying to push myself into being a better 
Better me. You see that? You know what I'm saying? Dropping gems on them you know all early. I'm, saying? I'm trying to be, you know, the first black billionaire doing pallets. You let's know what I'm saying? Let's go. Let's go. You see, man. Hold on. Why they give me pallets? Why, why they give me goosebumps? You know what I'm saying? Why they give me goosebumps? You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to quit my job at the end of February. You know what I'm saying? Let's get it. That's the one. Ones don't say goose pimples. You know, people say Ew, goose pimples. I only heard you said it. I've I heard people say heard, goose pimples. Like, I've damn, never I got heard goose pimples. That, I was like, goose you, pimples. No, you the only person that I know say goose pimples. That's so disgusting. <laughs> I got goose acne all over me. Goose. It's like, <laughs> not goose acne. Well, look. That concludes yeah. this beautiful episode. <laughs> oh, Anything man. else you want to say to the people? Nah, that's it. I ain't got nothing to say today. Well, I got something to say. I'm going to peace out on y'all. <laughs> and uh, we look forward to seeing y'all next week. Yeah, of course. More surprises. More, more laughs. Mm-hmm. Such a good time. Thank you all for joining us. See you later. And peace out. Peace. Always remember, if you want to get the things that you want, you're going to have to do the things that you fear the most. Love you. Peace out.